All right, we're live. We're live. I'm currently sitting, laying down on a very comfortable bed in my room. In my parents' basement where I have the entire floor to myself. There's a pool table and a bar outside, right outside my door. And TV with a very comfortable couch just around the corner from the bar. So today I just want to touch base and put myself out there. I want to let everybody know that I'm alive and I'm doing okay in this corona craziness. Ooh, hashtag corona craziness. Gotta get comfortable now. But I'm restarting this podcast because I really want to figure out, you know... What's going on in the world? I want to connect with my friends. I want to put some guests on. I really want to just um, start exploring what I should do with this thing because it's been a while since I've recorded and I want to make sure it's pretty rad. Hard to do it by yourself, but I'm going to try. So, I've been kind of amused, not amused, but I was surprised. I went to the Zoomy store, fun, funny enough, uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, they were sold out of skateboards. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on here? And I ended up talking to the manager, a friend of mine, Dante, and he goes, yeah, dude. It's like, everybody's buying skateboards now. I was like, why? What is going on? We're in the middle of coronavirus lockdown. People are buying skateboards. And and just as I said that, like some 14, 15-year-old girls come in with their parents and they're asking, yeah, we want to buy a skateboard. And it happened like three or four times over the course of 30 minutes. And I'm like, why are 14 and 15-year-old girls Coming in with their dads to buy skateboards. What is this? Where did this all start? What is happening here? And I asked him, I said, what's going on, man? And he's like, yeah, dude, there's like some crazy shit, uh, some app or something like that. Like all, and I was like, what app? And he couldn't remember, but I go, yo, is it TikTok? And he goes, yeah, TikTok. And so apparently kids are making these funny TikTok videos of them skateboarding and shit like that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, combination, you know, maybe that stems from the fact that the coronavirus lockdown is pretty much a perfect haven for skateboarding to just gestate and flourish and be radder than it already is because it's like you can't play team sports so that's kind of the question and the team sports that are being played right now hockey and baseball and shit are kind of like boring to watch because there's no fans and it's just like weird so I'm like stoked man the kids are like taking it upon themselves like well if I'm going to be on lockdown I might as well do something fun so get a skateboard and fucking cruise around and have a good time. I think that's rad, man. You know, to any of those kids out there that are starting to, uh, you know, that are starting to uh, skateboard, man, hit me up, dude. I want to I wanna know your story. I want to know if, if, how you, how you found, oh, I'm sorry for yawning, guys. Don't make, don't, don't mind me. Don't mind me, and uh, don't follow my uh, model and start yawning yourself. So sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it's in my head for like last two days. It's from some movie. 
Oh, I can't stop yawning. I'm sorry, guys. Ugh. Okay. Maybe if I make myself yawn, or if I command myself to yawn. Okay, yawn, Brad. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Oh, I can't do it now. Oh, this is weird. So, I wanted Kenny Reed to be a co... Uh, I wanted Kenny Reed to be a co... Um, conspirator on this podcast he's out over there in austin texas but he's got that baby boy casimir this is the most adorable little thing ever and he's got his hands full literally and figuratively taking care of the little guy and managing the heat out there in austin so i'm giving kenny a pass for the time being until uh he gets his uh stuff and his ducks in a row here we go again. This is going to be the yawning episode, I think. Okay, everybody. <laughs> when I yawn, you yawn. How's that sound? So I'm going to probably be doing this throughout the whole episode. So let's just cruise, man. Let's have a fun little episode. And let's just talk about skateboarding and the future of skateboarding. And ramble, ramble along, ramble along. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, let's do like a little yawn. I'll, I'll do, I'll do, uh, uh, I'll do it when I yawn. I'll be like, yo, yawn now, man. Yeah. But anyways, what am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say, oh yeah, I was stoked about the, all the kids getting skateboards these days. I'm like, whoa, man. Now we're seeing this kind of like escalation i guess or this kind of like evolution where skateboarding was i mean for all intents and purposes if you went to a skate shop these you know pre-covid days it was kind of like you know mostly just the core dudes every once in a while you'd have like a kid with his mom or something like that but i mean it was mostly just the core dudes hanging out skate shops never do well financially so all those dudes were just chilling in there, the skate shop dudes, and like chilling with the uh, with the skaters and hanging out and whatnot. And um, yeah, dude, it's fucking hilarious how it's like coming full circle now. So you go into the zoomies and there's fourteen, fifteen year old girls, which is I don't know why the girls are taking up the taking up the helm for this. Skate new initiative in skateboarding, but I think it's super rad. Um, girls out there, yeah, keep, keep young girls skate, man, skate, keep skating, and carry it forward. Maybe like the next time we have a skateboard competition or some event or some cool event, which is something that I really want to do is some really rad event. Some I don't know how to do post-COVID event, but I think it would be super rad. I don't know. Let's talk about that a little bit later, but let's talk about the, let's talk about the kids on the, on the skateboards these days. So, yeah, you know, the funny thing is like all these kids are getting skateboards, but I don't see them skateboarding. I don't know where they're doing the skateboarding. I mean, I haven't been down to the skate park in a while. That's, for one, our skate park here in Akron, Ohio is not that great. So it is what it is. But I did go to this crazy... Oh, yeah, dude. I went to this crazy spot the other day with my friend. Um, and it was, it, was, it was next to this... Uh, it was called the Rail Yard here in Akron over by Lock 15 Brewery. If you're in Akron, check this spot out, man. It's a total DIY spot. And it's right by these railroad tracks. And this like homeless encampment, so it's like you park by this kind of like cement factory thingy or whatever it is, and the dudes that did the that set up the whole DIY spot and made some agreement with, um, the cement dudes and said, oh, you know, we we're we're probably trespassing. It's probably illegal to be here, but. We want to, uh, you know, we want to do this thing, and we think it's a good initiative. People come, it's activity and skateboarding and all that. And the guy said, "Okay, cool. Well, there's a homeless encampment over here, <laughs> and, 
And we won't say anything. As long as you don't block our driveway, it's all good. Don't worry about it. So they um, they made this rad little spot over here in Akron where they built, like, some small quarter pipes. They've got to put some, like, you know, a, a long uh, rail from 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 the railroad on there. So you could do board slides and grinds and whatever, and all kinds of slides and grinds there, uh, and some jump ramps and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's janky as all hell. I mean, the roof is tin. There's like it's like flying off the the top of it. The roof of this place, when the wind blows, it's like it's like. The flapping, inflatable flailing arm tube guy. Inflatable flailing arm tube guy. Yeah, there's like sheets of this corrugated metal that are flapping in the wind as they, uh, as the skaters are skating below. And it's like banging shutters on the roof. And then you have the homeless encampment literally right across the railroad tracks behind the bushes next to this like janky old car and there's a truck and uh it's just i mean it's a total ghetto fabulous diy scene right there i mean they it's like it's like it's like uh like a little uh fort it's like a, like a skater fort he <laughs> you know, like get some spray paint cans like make some like you know get some steal some concrete bags or something and put it out there <laughs> just like make the make the make a little skate park out of out of nothing which i think is the most fabulous thing in the world so if you do have a chance i can't give you the exact location because i don't know what the exact address is but i'm gonna try and find it out for my friend trevor and uh get back to you on that one <laughs> but uh yeah, the train comes by twice a day and just, you know, belts out its, you know, riveting things as you're skating. And the inflatable flailing arm tube guy, you know, janky-ass corrugated roof is banging in the wind, flapping and flailing and missing tiles. And, oh, man, there's, like, you know, anarchy symbols painted on everything and the decks painted i mean it's dangerous it's kind of dangerous but it's so rad at the same time and i'm like who are the who is the guy or the guy or guys that spearheaded that because i want to know i want to get inside their head i really want to figure out like okay how, first of all how did you find that spot Okay, it's like, were you homeless? Or did you, or was a homeless dude, like a former skater or something, came up to you and you, he was like begging for change outside like the, 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 the mini mart. And he was like, and you're like, hey, dude, give me some, I'll give you some change if you give me some information. And the homeless dude's like, oh, yeah, man, there's a sick skate spot. Perfect, buttery ass, like concrete, man. So sick. This <laughs> is over by the rail yard, man. So dope. I'm going to have so much fun. You should build some cool shit there. Like, all right, man, there's a quarter. Buy yourself a bush light. And it was like, okay, the transaction succeeded. This is how, this is how I'm imagining it all went down. So <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Whoever built this DIY skate spot over there at the rail yard, man, just chime in i'd love to talk to you and get you on the show but uh yeah i'm thinking to myself okay this is like outside the boho mini mart down the road there on market street in akron ohio where the bums get their beers and shit and uh the exchange went down and give us a couple quarters for some information man you know some good skate spots bro I was like yeah dude right by the rail yard man Oh, yeah, so goes over to the rail yard. Maybe he follows the homeless guy over there. That's probably what happened. He's like, all right, well, for a buck, I'll show you exactly where it is. And so the homeless dude, like, 
leads him over to the, you know, to the homeless encampment slash rail yard and says, oh, man, check it out, dude. And the skater guy that's like, whoa, like, checks it out. So, Dang, man, I don't need a I don't need a mattress to sleep on in the homeless yard, but dang, if I I I I I bad this rail yard is buttery smooth concrete with got a covering over it, it's a janky ass corrugated tin roof, looks dope as hell, man. We could no cobs, nobody out here, pretty much all by itself. We could make something cool here, man. So I imagine that the dude probably, you know, got told one of his hobbies is probably, you know, named uh, Cole Trickle or something. We're told one of his hobbies, dude, I got found this rad ass spot, man. I found this rad ass spot. So sick. It's a, over, uh, it's a former train station built in the 1950s for the for the war. They used to carry uh, hundreds of people in a big train station. Nobody's there. It's abandoned. It's next to some crazy cement factory and a homeless encampment down the street. There's Boho Supermarket. You buy $1 Bush Lights, man. Let's pause for a yawn. Anybody want to yawn with me? I can't do it now. Once I say it, I can't do it. Ooh, yeah, there we go. All right, let's get that yawn out of the way. All right, yeah. So that was a little monologue about the dude. I don't know if that's even... I mean, obviously that's not true. What I just told you, that story, it's completely false. And you can call me out on it if you want to. But maybe it's maybe it'll spark... We'll spark a little... Maybe it'll jab the dude that started the little DIY spot to... You're like, bullshit, man. Call me up. Bullshit, dude. That shit just didn't go down like that. I didn't ask. I didn't pay no bum to give me a location of a spot on spot locals. Uh-uh. I didn't do that. All right. Well, come on the show, man. Tell me the story. I want to know. Trevor, I'm going to be coming for you. That's my friend who took me there the other day. And Trevor, Trevor is an interesting fellow. He is, uh, he's like, uh, he's an interesting gentleman. I met him at, there's this place in the valley in Akron, Ohio. And the valley is this kind of like, uh, uh, if you've, you, you probably don't know the topography of this place, but there's all these kind of beautiful hills and trails and national park surrounding Akron, Ohio, and at the base of it, uh, kind of where the, uh, where the rail, where the, where the railroad and, like, the canal comes together, there's this place called the Valley, and it's, like, got a bunch of bars and kind of, like, weird restaurants and stuff like that, and, uh, yeah, so he works at this arcade bar called Quarter Up. At, um, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah I met Trevor. Um, yeah, at the, at the Quarter Up Arcade Bar, he runs this pinball tournament every Monday. And he's got all these pinball wizards that come and they play for play pinball for money, or for accolades and see who's champion. It's all pretty fun. Anyways, yeah. So Trevor calls me up one day. Was like, "Hey, dude." Found this super sick. That's my jewel, by the way. I'm not smoking weed. I don't smoke weed anymore, which is good. I don't know. That's okay. Um, I didn't smoke for 20 years anyways when I was living in uh, Bali and Dubai. But, uh, yeah, dude. So, I, um, yeah, so Trevor calls me the other day and was like, hey, dude. Um, 
yeah, man, you want to go to this? You want to go to the rail yard? I'm fucking this rail. What is the rail yard? And I I googled it, and the first thing that came up was like a railway station in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, which is the park that surrounds Akron, Ohio. And I was like, why would he want to go there? Maybe it's a hiking trail or something. And I've been super into hiking lately, which is cool. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he goes, all right, I'll pick you up at one thirty tomorrow. Picks me up. I thumbed a ride with Trevor, get in the car, drive over to the rail yard. He's talking all this shit about he's becoming a pro skater and everything. Now nah, I'm just kidding, Trevor, you didn't say that, but whatever, dude. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, what is this rail yard thing? And he's describing it to me. He's like, yeah, these dudes built this, built, got some concrete, started building some DIY ledges and quarter pipes and stuff like that. I said, like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So we arrive at the spot, and there's nobody there. There's a bunch of homeless people in the encampment next door, but that was it. And then the little concrete factory. I don't even know if it, it wasn't even a concrete factory. There's something like shutters or something like that. I was lying about that, man. I lied. Sometimes when we talk. The honesty is too much. Man, I want to get Kenny on here. Kenny's a good dude. Kenny Reed, can you come on the show, please, man? Please? Anyways. Yeah, so it's this beautiful day. You know, clouds in the sky. Giant hawks flying all across the sky. And... You can imagine there's just abandoned rails, railway station with these janky-ass, you know, fucking corrugated tin roof. Gotta pull up on this spot, and Trevor starts skating, and I was like, man, Trevor's like, he's about six foot one, six foot two, big dude. I was like, for a big dude, he still gets going, man. He still gets on it, and I was like, stoked on that, so... And by the way, guys, I just want to let you know, I'm reintroducing this podcast, so I'm just freewheeling right now. Freewheeling. I don't really have an aim. I don't really have any destination with this. I'm just talking shit right now. And I'm going to figure it out along the way. But, you know... One of the things I would like to do is to encourage the kids in Akron, Ohio. Because this place, put it in perspective, it's a pretty gnarly place. And when you see those posts from LeBron James and it's just like, hashtag just a kid from Akron. You have to realize Akron is a pretty gnarly place. It's like, you know, Cleveland is a gnarly place. It's a fucking gnarly place. It's like Detroit. It's gnarly. Akron is like a couple steps down from that. So you can imagine it's pretty dismal here. And the kids have literally nothing to do here. I mean, you've got this very big divide between the haves and the have-nots. The haves are mostly white people and the have-nots are also white people and black people and some other people. Um, but it's it's a struggle. It's The downtown is pretty desolate. There's like construction where the construction company is just milking the time clock, just not really doing anything, and kind of making, it, making a mockery of the city. It used to be the rubber capital of the world. Goodyear and the tire companies and BF Goodrich and all that shit were here. Good you're still here. But, I mean, it's, for all intents and purposes, it is not the most rad place on the planet. But the thing is, you got this dude and his friends that make this DIY spot out of nothing, which I fully applaud. 
like with every ounce of my humanity, it takes balls to just like, you know, see a, a giant slab of concrete in a place that you don't own next to a homeless encampment and be like, we're going to set up shop here. And that is during the coronavirus pandemic on top of everything, compounding the whole effort times 10. And so the effort that these dudes have gone to to make this spot is tremendous. And I am I'm blown away. Again, it's not a skate park and it's 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 not your family's parents of the 15 14 15 year old girls at Zoomies. You're going to be shocked if you go there. I mean, I would go there, but you're going to be shocked. You just got to prepare yourself. It's not a skate park. It's not like you're you're, you know, there's uh, rules and there's insurance and stuff like that. It's not that at all. It's just, it's it's how skateboarding should be. It's just, you know, basically lawless and unorganized. And that is, you know, kind of why skateboarding is great. Uh, lawless and unorganized, yet... Uh, They've tried to organize for the Olympics, which has been a complete disaster, given that the Olympics is postponed and probably canceled for all intents and purposes, which is something I really want to talk to Kenny about again. Kenny, where are you, dude? I know you got your tabs, your finger on the tab for uh for skateboarding in the Olympics and you know what's going on there. I know it's like being run by some roller skater federation or something like that right now and everybody's bummed out and the roller skater federation dudes are <laughs> kind of using the existing uh, like Vans, the Vans Park Series events and stuff like that to like kind of promote their organization, which is super lame. And I mean, I don't know the details of the whole thing and I don't, I really don't, you know, plan on knowing the full details on it. You could probably ask Dave Carney or something like that. He knows everything about it and uh, figure at the skateboard bag and figure out what's going on. But the Olympics and skateboarding is just a disaster. But the thing is, when I think about skateboarding and the Olympics, is I actually think it might be a good thing. And it might be a good thing for a kind of paradoxical reason. And the reason being, the reason I, I, I believe it's a good thing is, in my opinion, you know, it's like the yin and yang of things. Anytime that you, you push something in a direction that it was never meant to go. I don't know, maybe this isn't going to make as much sense as I thought it was in my head a minute ago, but here we go, guys, here we go. So anytime that you think, you know, you push something in a direction that you, you know, you didn't, it, it wasn't meant to go, it's unnatural, you know, like organized skateboarding for the Olympics, I feel like it emboldens, that would be the yin, and then the yang would be kind of like that, the yang of emboldening the underground skateboard, you know, movement even further. So it's like whenever you push something to the point where it's like, oh, this is so lame, this is the uber lame, this is the lamest of the lame lame. And then, and then you, and then, all the like the core dudes are like, all right, well, fuck these guys. We're gonna make something even doper and even more core than we did before, and maybe that's exactly what we're seeing with this DIY spot in Ackerman. It's like maybe like these guys were just super fed up with organized skateboarding, Olympic bullshit skateboarding, and we're like, all right, let's get fucking even more core than we used to be and we're going to make something so ridiculously rad and t completely opposite of what 
that's going on in the Olympics, and that's what it is. So maybe we're going to see some cool, like, underground brands and cool underground movements coming out of this stuff, and maybe skateboarding will become, like, uh, we'll, we'll get even radder than it already is because it is the raddest thing on the planet and it always has been. Um, but the, I guess it, we're in a critical moment now because the kids, these 14, 15-year-old girls, I think they're watching these TikTok videos and seeing these kids that are, like, you know, making these funny TikTok videos and... Maybe there's the chance right there to influence these kids in the in the in the true tradition of skateboarding in the Zen and the art of skateboard maintenance way of life, you know, maybe like teach them how what what shit is really up, man. And uh Yeah, let's take a yawn break or jewel break. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, so, I guess this is all coming full circle now. Is it really, Brad? You've been rambling on now for 30 minutes without stopping and not really making any sense. But I am, I'm rambling on. And I'm going to keep rambling on, rambling on, rambling on. You know what the cool shit is? You know... You look on social media these days and it's like all like just absolute destruction. Everything sucks. Like everybody's just, I mean, America is at a fever pitch now with this hatred and everybody hating each other and political whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. But um, the bright spot in all of this is... You know, I'll tune in my Instagram feed and I will see, okay, I'll see P-Rod, like, filming a trick. I'll see Jordan Maxim (laughs) throwing up backside airs on a half pipe. Tony Hawk cruising around in a mobile home with his family in Montana or Wyoming or something, visiting a skate park and shit like that. If there's any group out there in America right now that is should be the showcase of overcoming adversity in this COVID-19 world, it should be the skateboarders. I mean, this is like, it's a field day for them. It's an absolute field day for them. Businesses are closing. Cops are pretty lackadaisical because there's way more important things to worry about. (laughs) There's like spots are basically a free-for-all. You can do whatever you want. The streets are pretty empty, I think. And the dudes, Tommy Finn the other day, whoa, man. And it's everybody's out there just shredding so i flip through my instagram feed and i'm seeing like all these homies like filming skateboard tricks and like finally i'm enjoying watching skateboarding on my instagram feed again which is cool as hell and i'm stoked about that so these dudes the skateboarders are the ones who will be coming out on top of all this shit for sure and shout out to all those dudes, every single one of you, even the kids, man, even the young kids, man. I saw that Johnny Hill in Australia ripping. I'm just, oh my gosh, Brett Novak had that had a Time Magazine shout out for the Japanese kid doing the freestyle. Whoa, man, that was nuts. That kid is, that kid's sick. <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, to all all the skaters on the planet right now that are posting Instagram videos of them skateboarding, just, like, not giving a fuck about what is going on with the COVID-19. I mean, skateboarding is the perfect thing. It's basically... You're on your own. You're socially distanced. You got the streets to yourselves. Cops don't really care anymore. They got way more important things to worry about. Skateboards are selling really good to these younger people. Um, the companies are getting stoked out. And the skateboard companies are doing well. That's good shit. Um, and they're posting videos. And it's like... Pfft, what is COVID-19? There's, you know, the skaters are, like, just persevering, as they always do. When, and this is something that I want to stress, because I it's a super important point. If you look at, like, kind of, like, the genetic makeup of a skateboarder, he's basically... Like, um, one step up from a homeless person. And I mean that in the most endearing sense, because a homeless person is always looking out for their angle to make a little money to get a beer or whatever, you know, do their thing, find a place to shelter. So it's like, they look, homeless people look at the city in a way that's everything is to their advantage. There's an angle on every single corner, whether it's doing whatever you're doing, you're, you're surviving out there and you need to look at the street as your survival mechanism. And skateboarders look at the world in a very similar way, not as survival, but in a way that is able to keep their skateboarding habit, which is, I guess, their survival as well, because you know survive on a habit. They're, to keep their skateboarding habit, uh, you know, going on. And so they look at the streets in a slightly different way than a homeless person because they're kind of like angling out, like, okay, well, listen... Nice bench. Check the material. See if it grinds. Oh, there's a stair set. Okay, it's pretty open. There's no cops. Like, uh, it's a cool spot. You know, this, that, and everything. Hold on, jewel break. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. And I'm not sponsored by Jewel. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I don't have any Patreon people paying me to do this podcast. I am literally just doing it for shits and giggles and having the time of my life just talking to myself right now and talking to you guys. And let me state first and foremost that whoever's listening, dude, thank you. Seriously, thank you very much. I sincerely appreciate the fact that you've even gotten this far and you're paying attention. Maybe I make you laugh. Maybe I spark some idea or maybe, you know, think about something a little bit more bizarre than you normally would think. But this is how my mind works, and these are the things I think about on a day-to-day basis. I know it's kind of useless sometimes, but you know the thing is, we're we're in a we're in a wacky world right now. We are in a bizarro land. I don't know when it's getting better. Maybe it is getting better. I think people are pretty much over it at this point. Just like, whatever. You know, if I get COVID, I'm just going to get that 
well, I don't know what's it called, whatever it is. And I'll get healed from it. It won't be that bad. And I guess there's only like a 0.6% mortality rate from all this whole thing, which is which is good. It's much less than I was expecting. Thank God. Um, but again, thank you, man. Or woman, or girl, or boy. And if you just started skating, thank you again. Because you're starting a journey. You're starting a beautiful, beautiful journey when you get on that skateboard for the first time. And the first time you get on it, your knees and your balance is off and you're just kind of like, what the hell is this thing? And you learn to do tic-tacs and you learn to push and you learn to roll. And all of a sudden, you start to feel the board under your feet. You start to feel what it's like to use your body to turn this magic carpet of a skateboard that's beneath your feet. And maybe you find a little bit, a little hill or a driveway and you cruise down the driveway and and you start going a little bit fast and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, (laughs) I'm going a little bit faster than I was expecting here. And that's when the adrenaline that's when the adrenaline gets goosed into your body and you're like, okay, the fear has come up. I I am I'm feeling what genuine fear is now. I could eat shit here in a second. And you will eat shit. And you definitely will eat shit again and again and again and again. And that, my friends, my young friends, my new skateboard friends out there, if you are listening, I just want to say congratulations. Congratulations on starting a journey that you'll hopefully carry with you the rest of your life or as long as you possibly can, as long as you can roll. Because the thing that you're going to learn the most from scaring yourself every day and pushing yourself every day and eating shit every day is grit. And that is probably... Now, I would probably say that that is the best attribute you can gain as a human being is true grit and resilience. The ability to push through the pain, to push through fear, to push through doubt, and keep going. And yes, you're going to fail. You're going to fail so many times. And it's endless. You're going to fail way more than you succeed just in general. But the more you do it, the more time you spend with the board underneath your feet, the better you're going to get, the more confidence you're going to have, the more times that you're going to learn what happened when you did eat shit, and you're going to get up and you're going to feel good about yourself at the end of the day. And you keep doing that day in, day out, day after day after day after day, and pretty soon you start to starts to weave a thread of resilience and grit into yourself. And when you feel that, then you become, then you are a skateboarder. You are officially a skateboarder. Skateboarder is not somebody who gets on a skateboard and rolls down the driveway or scares the shit out of themselves is like, oh, fuck that, I'm never doing that again, or hurts themselves. Fuck that, I'm never going to do that again. But they get up and they do it again and again and again. So that, to me, is kind of the difference between what a skateboarder is and isn't. I mean, forget all the mall grabs and all that bullshit, whatever, that's kind of kooky stuff, whatever, pushing Mongo and everything, but... A true skateboarder is somebody that embodies that spirit of 
yeah, I've hurt myself. I'm going to hurt myself again. And it's... There's the potential for me to really hurt myself really bad. But I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to enjoy it. Take that for what it is. And where is Kenny Reed? I want to talk to Kenny. Hold on, jewel break and yawn break. Sometimes when we turn, the honesty's too much. I want to hear from some of the people out there and what they want to talk about. I want to talk to people. I want to talk to. I want to talk to those young skaters that are getting the new skateboards at Zoomies. I want to see what you guys. What was your motivation? What was the thing you were like? Why did you? Why? What? What was it about the skateboard video or COVID or what? You know, why did you get a skateboard? You just think it was some cool thing and thing to do, or were you like, well, since I can't, you know, do play soccer or baseball or whatever, I'm just gonna get a skateboard. Which leads me to believe that if you are one of those kids that played team sports before and got a skateboard, I really want to talk to you because I want to know what your experience was like when you were like, okay, you know, I used to play baseball or I was signed up for Little League or something like that and we couldn't play this year because of the COVID. And I got a skateboard and jumped on it and... Man, I really enjoyed myself. That was fun as shit. I want to hear from you guys. And I want to hear from Kenny. Kenny, where the hell are you? Sometimes when we touch, me honesty's too much. Oh, yeah, by the way, I literally have the most beautiful skateboard in the world staring at me right now. I was given this most amazing skateboard by a dear friend of mine, Latifa, in Dubai when I was there. If you don't know, I used to live in Dubai and designing crazy-ass skate parks for the daughter of the king of Dubai. And she was an amazing artist. She was one of the most prominent artists in the Middle East. And she made this skateboard for me one time. It was a blank, and she had she designed this artwork of this surfer looking back at a wave, and there's this kind of like there's like a like a cityscape in the background. There's these uh, what not oryx or I forget what they're called. Um, oh, I can't remember. But she laser etched this skate, her artwork onto this skateboard. And it's literally sitting in front of me right now, staring back at me. And yeah, Latifa Bent Maktoum. Her Instagram is Latifa M. L A T E E F A M. And she makes some of the most beautiful art you've ever seen in your life. Incredible artist. And uh, I am, I've been blessed to, to know her, and I've been blessed to have the skateboard staring at me. And, yeah, thank you, Latifah. Oh, I wanted to say something else, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, so I lived in Bali for a while, and it was literally at the time of my life. Way too much fun. And I talked to one of my friends there today, not in Bali, in Lombok Island, which is next door to Bali. And I said, I was like, he's, my, he's one of my uh, friend's brothers. 
And I was like, oh, dude, Tommy Earl, what's going on, man? And he's like, dude, it's so bad here. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm living in the village and basically just eating rice every day. We don't even have enough rice to feed people. I'm like, fuck, dude. So all y'all out there in America, if you got food to eat, if you got running water, you know, you got clean room and roof over your head and you're eating good food you are lucky you are very lucky so if you're ever thinking man this sucks yeah it does suck and everybody's suffering but you are doing better than pretty much 99% of the people out there. So don't ever forget that. You're doing all right. In the grand scheme of things, you're doing all right, man. What else? Should I just wrap it up there? I, I rambled on today. I really didn't have much to say. But... I did enjoy this, and I'm glad that if you made it to the end right now, stoked, glad that you did, and I was glad to just put my voice out there and have people listen, I'm super stoked on that, thank you, anybody that's listening, thank you, new kids starting skateboarding, rad congratulations to all of you old people that are starting to skateboard again rad congratulations to you all the skaters out there posting their tricks on instagram in these crazy spots with no police around and blown out buildings rad congratulations to you to the dudes that did the diy park over here in Akron at the at the railway, you guys are fucking my heroes. Thank you. I'd love to get you on the show. Um, hit me up, anybody. Hit me up. I'm I'm down to talk about anything skateboard related. And yeah, I mean the future of skateboarding. This is what the show is all about, and like to. Yeah, let's end it there, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Love you.